And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. It has been one hell of an exciting week in Major League Baseball, which means we're going to the weekend, which means you need to get everything up to date with your weekend bets, your picks, your futures picks, everything you need to know and more right here. Welcome to BetMGM MLB Podcast. Powered by BetQL, I'm Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio, and with me, as always, you hear him on BetMGM tonight. You hear him everywhere throughout the country. He is the one and only Ryan Horvath. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, Cody. It's Friday. Looking forward to the weekend. We got some good baseball on tap, and uh, the weather is starting to finally get warm out here in D.C. I know that it's warm for you year-round, but for me, uh, it's 30 degrees, it's 20 degrees, then it's 80 degrees, then it's raining, it's snowing, so... I'm just I'm looking for some consistency and I'm looking for some warm weather. This you know, weekend. you say that, but I'm here in Los Angeles and all of a sudden I've been dealing with some weird ass weather for the last week out of nowhere. Last, yeah, last week we had a heat wave here at my house, went up to about 100 for about four straight days. Then it went down to 75 and it was beautiful. Then last night that just out of nowhere dropped down to 30 and it was pouring for four hours. I wake up this morning. It's nice and crisp outside. Not, not even a cloud in the sky, but. It was like it was like all of a sudden we uh, we got nine different pages of revelations over here in Los Angeles in a span of 48 hours. But we're back to normal baseball on here in Southern California. We got a lot of games to cover, not to mention we got a serious showdown here in Southern California between the Padres and Dodgers. Obviously, we're going to talk about that today, but we're going to start by talking about some teams. Uh, we're going to talk about betting lessons. What have we learned so far? Who are we going to bet on this weekend? Who are we going to stay away from? And I'm going to get us rolling right out the gate because there is a team, obviously, we need to talk about because we talked about teams on this show all the time. And also, Ryan, you and I have gone on other shows like your show, Bet MGM Tonight and other things where we've discussed teams that are just terrible and we know they're terrible and we're not going to let them fool us in any way, shape or form. And the three teams that immediately come to mind are the Pittsburgh Pirates, Baltimore Orioles and Oakland A's. But they're not the teams I want to talk about. Man, are the Reds bad. The Cincinnati Reds are bad. They are bad. They're terrible. The Reds have, like you said, I mean, in, it's great as a, uh, as a sports better, right? Because we look early on in the season at teams to target, the teams that we'll talk about here in a couple minutes, like the Dodgers and my Angels, and then we, we circled the teams to fade. And the Reds, they've been an easy fade. The worst record in Major League Baseball uh, right now, a nine-game losing streak. They just got dropped 6 nothing to the Padres in the finale there. They've been terrible, man. Offensively, they're 25th, I believe, right now in Major League Baseball. They're averaging three runs per game. They have a 177 batting average right now. They're dead last in OPS, 524. You know, Joey Votto, unfortunately for my fantasy baseball team, he struggled. He's hitting 133. He only has two RBIs. And then the pitching staff has been a disaster. 29th in Major League Baseball, 592 ERA. Uh, as we record this, it's Friday. I am excited tonight to watch Hunter Green, you know, the 22-year-old rookie. He's been all right, two, uh, one and one this season, a 435 ERA. Other than him, though, not a whole lot of bright spots, man. So they've been an easy fade. 
They've been terrible to start the season. And as a sports better, again, I do love it. And I love that they're in the NL Central because as a Cubs fan, you know, you have the Pirates, you have the Reds, and uh, so it could be worse. But they haven't scored more than three runs in the last eight games, nine-game losing streak. We'll just continue to fade the Reds, I guess. Yes, but on top of that, I mean, even with them on a nine-game losing streak, they're getting ready to, t to start a series with the St. Louis Cardinals. And the Cardinals were a team that I was looking to f uh, fade early in the season, but they're off to a hot start offensively. Yeah. This team is so good, so good. And I, I do think their, their pitching leaves a little to be desired. But I will say this. You're mentioning that they're playing against a terrible, terrible Reds team. I'm not a, I'm not a huge Steven Matz fan. I think Steven Matz mm -hmm. is a good, solid pitcher. But I do think you can go ahead and take a look at his strikeout line because I do think the overall come in. You mentioned how bad the Reds are, even putting the ball in play, 25th in the league in offense. Um, I would take a look at that line. I I, I, I got to assume with Steven Matz, it's got to be hovering around four, four and a half. And I would even look to play that over. But as far as the game goes on Friday evening, dude, you could kid him on the BetMGM Sportsbook right now. At, uh, the Cardinals minus 125 for a team a, facing a team that's lost nine in a row on the money line. Yeah, I'm going to jump all over that. I'm going to look at some alternate lines as well, like going really quick on that game for the Cardinals. You know, you brought up the pitching staff. The pitching staff, you know, nobody really impresses you in that rotation, but they've been solid. They're eighth in Major League Baseball. They have an ERA of 309. Now we expect some regression probably, but offensively, I'm going to look to play some team totals, especially in this series this weekend against a really bad pitching staff and a terrible bullpen for Cincinnati. Cardinals 10th in Major League Baseball. They're averaging four runs per game. Their team totals continue to be around four and a half. And I saw you tweet about it the other night. Nolan Arenado off to a ridiculous start, man. He's Amazing. hitting 405, five dingers, 14 RBIs. So play some team totals. And if you are into props, even if you don't like the home runs, play his total bases over one and a half. In this series against this Reds pitching staff, I think he's going to dominate this weekend with the rest of that offense. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little interested in a couple other things taking place because uh, I, I even looking at it in our rundown, it actually opens with the line fade Detroit, question mark. And they are about to take on the Colorado Rockies. And when I saw that, I actually audibly said out loud, no, no, not fading Detroit. I actually happen to like Detroit in this series, uh, and especially in the Friday game. They got yeah. Scooble on the mound going up against Sensatella. Uh, currently, the money line on the BetMGM line, currently Detroit Tigers, not a lot of value, minus 150. But I am interested in that uh, run line currently sitting at plus 135. Again, I like this Tiger team, and I really do like Scooble on the mound. Yep, I'm glad that you went there. Said the same thing on the show last night on BetMGM Tonight. I was like, this is exactly what I wanted. Is Colorado did this last year, too. They do this at home. At Coors yeah. Field, man, they're a completely different team. Then they go on the road, and we get favorable prices until the market catches on. So if you look at it like right now, they're playing pretty good offensively. They've scored more than five runs. Uh, they're scoring more than five runs per game. You know, they've crushed lefties, but they've also – played the majority of their games at home, and then you have the Tigers. They've lost, I believe, three of their last four games, six of their last eight at home, which does scare me a little bit. But right now they're not hitting, and I do expect that to come around. They're hitting 192 as a team against righties. Like, come on now. Look at that lineup. I don't know that they're going to be very good, but they're better than their record right now, 5-7. and seven. So we get them at home in Detroit, even though they're not a great team at home. I like them against Colorado. I expect some regression coming from the Rockies. But I'll say this really quick about the Rockies, man. I love that I went over the 69.5 wins. I think that win total was way too low, and 
They're eight and four right now, so just get me seventy wins and I'll be happy. They are eight and four. They're off to a hot start. But again, I even said this on another Odyssey station not too long ago. Do not let them fool you. Do not let right. this happen. This is a fool's errand if you think the Rockies are truly going to compete in that division. Keep in mind who they played. They have not played against uh, you know the Do they have not gone against the Dodgers and Padres and Giants all season long. All right. They played one series against one of those teams. I don't expect much out of the Colorado Rockies going forward, but they have started pretty good and a lot of good props on that team, especially on the offensive side. We will get into that a little bit. Your team. Oh, man, your team. I already know you took a flyer out of them at the beginning of the year for to win their division. The yeah. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I still can't get used to saying that because they're Dang. just not in Los Angeles. It drives me nuts, but they're at home. They got the Baltimore Orioles. We know what the Orioles are, plain and simple. But the question is, do we think we need to fade the Angels a little here or bet on the Angels? They've won seven of their last ten. They lead the league in uh, home runs as a team. I just don't think there's a lot of value. It's clearly on the money line, but run line or some other lines. What are you thinking? So I hate betting against the uh, Angels, obviously, right? Because I got the win total. I got them winning the division. The bats have caught fire, man. And that's without Trout. Like, we were talking about Marsh last weekend, I believe. 312 batting average, already 11 RBIs. Otani's now catching fire. He's hit three home runs. They're hitting 256 as a team, which is six in baseball. So love to see it. And Trout's not even out there right now. So I feel really good about him. But I'm actually going to fade them today with Detmers on the mound. Mm -hmm. So he's pitched twice this season, man. And he's yet to get past the fourth inning. He's thrown seven innings only. He's given up nine hits. And he's already allowed seven runs. He's given up two dingers already this season. He struggled last year, so I think today's actually a good spot to fade them. Baltimore, here's the, definitely play the under. Baltimore unders, man, they continue to cash. That series against the Yanks, I don't think they've went over all season because they're terrible at the plate right now, 26 in baseball and batting average. So definitely play the under, but I actually kind of like them on Friday night with Zimmerman on the mound. He's yet to earn a decision yet, but he's also yet to allow a run this season. He's went nine innings and two starts, given up just seven hits. And he's got 10 strikeouts to just four walks. So I'm actually going to look to play Baltimore as small dogs, and I'm going to go with the under on Friday. You know, I'm going to agree with you and disagree with you on certain things. You got Zimmerman on the mound. Yes, two no decisions. Detmer's on the mound. I don't expect much out of him. Like you said, he hasn't gone out of the fourth yet. Not much there. I like this over in this game, in fact, right okay. now. It's currently set at eight and a half. And like we talked about, the Angels, even without Trout, is still an offensive juggernaut. I have to assume that this team can put up eight and a half on their own. And I do think Detmers is going to have a little bit of trouble. I think all I need the Orioles to do really is score three runs. The Orioles score two to three runs. The Angels will handle the rest. I'm not going to fade the Angels. I'm going to stay away from that. The only bet that I'm looking at is that over eight and a half and currently on bet MGM you get that at minus 115 get a look at that I think it's worth your time although you disagree with me interesting it's a, yeah yeah I'm gonna go I'll, I'll, I'll continue to just ride the trend but you know what now you scare me a little bit and if anybody <laughs> I mean I hate fading anything that has to do with the Angels bats I've done it man like I went with the first five under I think we we're on the same first five under Otani's on the mound he gives up a grand slam a couple oh weeks. that killed me that and, crushed me. So I just totals are tough to figure out right now. The other day I had an under that was that was just cruising. All of a sudden it's a two-two game. We go into extra innings. I was on the under yesterday in Chicago and Cleveland, and all of a sudden like that blows up. So 
I'm scared away by totals right now. Do you so know why I, that, that crushed me that particular day? And it wasn't because it was a devastating bet and a bad beat. It was because I was perfect on the day. I was 11 for 11, except that first five prop bet. That, ah! And I thought for sure, I thought that was my best bet of the day, and it didn't work out, which is pretty incredible. Well, here's a team I think everybody's going to fade. Uh, the Texas Rangers, uh, a team that absolutely skyrocketed their payroll off to the worst start in major league baseball right now only three wins three and seven um against the spread in fact and on the run line uh what do you think i'm gonna go ahead and continue to play this trend i think i'm just gonna go ahead and uh play the run line against the rangers until they prove me otherwise their pitching is terrible it just the pitching is brutal, man. This just doesn't make sense, though. When you look at this team, like I didn't really have high expectations, but you thought they'd be much better than this three mm-hmm. and seven on the season. And you look for him to get right, maybe in a series like this. But I don't feel very confident. If anything, I have to continue to fade him. You got Perez looking for his first win. He lost his first two starts and he lost to Colorado. He lost to the Angels, which is understandable with that lineup. But Colorado, man, and he's lasted only eight innings in those two starts. He's got shelled seven runs on 12 hits, just seven strikeouts. And he faced the Mariners twice last season, had an ERA over 386. So, or, I mean, the A's. So um, I'm, I'm going to definitely fade them. Uh, but I do expect them at some point to turn this around a little bit. I don't know how good they're going to be, but come on, man, like, they have to get some stuff figured out. They look terrible right now. They're and also, they're, they are playing the A's in Oakland. Yeah. Now, that's not exactly like a home field advantage. They're going to play in front of 5,000 people There's gonna at best. Um, right. But I will say this. Oakland right now, you can get them as plus 110 underdogs on the BetMGM app. For a team as bad as the Rangers have been playing, yeah, I'm going to ride that all day. Honestly, yeah. I'd even take a look at this run line a little bit because you can get the Oakland A's on the run line at, uh, you know, at – like plus one twenty five, like you, you, a ton of value here. Everything Oakland Athletics. Uh, so yeah, really I'm, quick on that. Oh no, no, I didn't mean to cut you off. Really quick, I was gonna say with the A's, man. Like what surprised me is they're just crushing lefties right now. Mm-hmm. They're hitting two forty one, and they're only at, they're almost averaging six runs per game. I had no expectations for the A's this year. They've been a pretty pleasant surprise. Yeah, good start to the year. Um, and again, you can get them at plus one ten underdogs at home against this abysmal Rangers team. All right, man, we got to talk about them. Los Angeles Dodgers, best team ever. Uh, they are. They just are. They're so good. Yeah. They are so good. They're 9-3, and three. Um, best record in baseball. Of course, not the first team to 10 wins. That would be the New York Mets. Um, what do you think, man? Dodgers, it's just they're, they're frustrating to bet on because their lines are just so wonky because they are just so damn powerful. They got the San Diego Padres, though, this weekend, who is, in my opinion, the team that really could take them to task because I think their pitching staff is far better than the Dodgers, but the Dodgers' offense are just so crazy. You got Urias taking on Nick Martinez. I don't like this matchup for San Diego. I like Nick Martinez, but I don't like it against the Dodgers. You can currently get them as uh, the Padres, I should say, at like plus 135 underdogs. But I don't know. I I really do think I need to fade the Padres in this game. I'm going to take a look at the Dodgers, honestly, on the run line. You can get them at plus 110 on the run line against San Diego Padres down the road. Yeah, man, and I like Martinez a lot too, but it just hasn't really worked out for me from a betting standpoint since he's come back from Japan, really. So I'm staying away, but I did play the other day, and you know some people were giving me crap because I know it's a really chalky play. But I did run to BetMGM and I played the Dodgers at five to one, plus five hundred to win the World Series. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I know it's a chalky play, but like you just said, they're the best team in baseball. They've won eight of their last nine games, and all I really needed to see was what's Freddie Freeman going to look like this year, and he's been great. He leads the team in hits. I love the pitching staff. I'm fine with the bullpen, so I played the Dodgers to win the World Series plus 500. I like this Padres team, though. I really do. This is going to be a fun series. Do you feel, don't you feel like, remember last season, like, I'll never forget the first couple weeks of the year. Like, this was the series, though. I felt like all eyeballs were on it. I feel like it's lost that a little bit. Maybe just probably because of the Tatis injury. I feel like like nobody's talking about that, this series. They um, aren't, and they should be. Um, they should be, right? Yeah, the, the Tatis injury, I think, hurts a little bit. I think we had October in April last year, so I don't – and, then, and I, yeah. then the Padres imploded, so I think everybody's kind of looking at the Padres with bated breath. But there is another thing about the opening game on Friday evening about this game that's really interesting. I'm surprised how low the line is set at eight. With the Dodgers offense and the Padres offense, I'm taking the over on that because you can get the over right now at minus 115. I like that. I like that. I mean, even if maybe let's say you don't trust the Padres in this matchup or in any matchup, I feel like the Dodgers team totals are always worth a look. They're always around four and a half, sometimes five and a half, which is fine, especially when the weather starts to warm up a little bit when they're on the road. Th that lineup, it's ridiculous, man. That That is a video game lineup. I'm so jealous of that. Like, as a Chicago Cubs fan, and I'm watching the DVDs of the 2016 season, and I'm like, man, the lineup's gotten much better. You had guys like Mookie Betts and, and Freddie, obviously, but I'm like, look, at a lot of these guys are, are homegrown. A lot of these guys have been there. You know, Bellinger's there and Turner's there. I... I it's it's it's, it's got to be great to be a Dodgers fan. It really, really <laughs> has to be because it's like every year is Christmas for like the last 10 years. It's just they're constantly improving. They're constantly not to mention this. This is the other thing that's amazing about them is and it's the same thing that the Rays do. And of course, the Giants do. It's just they keep promoting from within as well. And they keep developing stars like legit stars. And the stars they go get, they don't necessarily sign. They trade for them by trading away their own stars. Like, look at what Verdugo is doing in Boston right now. That right. that trade worked out for everybody. Right, man. And that's the problem with being a Cubs fan is I'm just watching, like, not only the guys that I miss, like Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, but, like, just the other guys, the young guys that have been traded away. You know, you know what I mean? Like, even, like, a guy like Torres, a guy like, you know, Jimenez, obviously, and all these guys are producing elsewhere. That's what stinks. But for the Dodgers, yeah, I mean, they acquire the big names, but then they have their own guys. Gavin Lux. Gavin Lux, is, I mean, he's not even a household name yet. He's great. So it's ridiculous. All right, last thing before we go to a quick break. CJ Crone. I have picked him earlier in the week for a home run prop, and he's been on this uh, tear to start the year. I am going to say this about home run props. I hate them. I hate them so, so much. I hate them yeah. so, 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 so much. And why do I hate them? Because I'm always wrong. I never seem to get it except for last week when I nailed my CJ Crone home run prop. And what did that make me feel good about? Picking him again, which didn't hit. And then he homered the day after. And I have a big problem with picking guys on home run props. And they keep homering three to two times the day before and three to two times the day after I picked them. It is the worst. It happened with Vladdy and now... Now, CJ Crone. Guys, when I pick you to hit a homer, you, your ass better hit a homer. Dude, same thing here. Kyle Schwarber, uh, you know, it, it hits, he's 5 for 10. I forgot who it was against even last week. 5 for 10 in his career. All five hits were homers. Goes 0 for 4, strikes out three times. It's brutal. But I'll say this really quick about CJ Crone. I wish I would have played him to lead the league in homers. I mean, but I just didn't expect this. So he's got, what, three 25 homer seasons only in his career. And now he's already got how, how many homers does he have right now? Because I was watching Six? the game the other night. 
Six? Yeah, yeah. I, I continue to go back to that, though, especially at home. I, I think he hits 35, 37 this year, maybe. I think so, right. too. But they're going to play in Detroit, and he's facing Scooble. I'm going to go ahead and say no on that one. I'm, gonna no. t- I'm, gonna, I'm not taking the C.J. Crone home run prop today on Friday. However... I wouldn't be afraid to take it maybe on Saturday or maybe Sunday because I don't believe there's going to be a ton of weekend series where Crone doesn't hit one homer. No, I agree, man. I do have I do have one uh, hitting prop, but it's not a home run prop. I'll okay. give that out coming up a little bit later on in the pod. Oh, I look forward to talking about that. And we got so many more props and series to talk about right after these quick words here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Welcome back into the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Ryan Horvat, Cody Decker. We're back before we approach the weekend. And we got some big series. We're going to start with the American League, the American League betting cycle. We're going to pick the series that we like the most. We'll go and we'll call it a home run. The second, which is a triple, and then the third, which is a double. So we'll focus on the series uh, that we're looking forward to the most. We'll start with the American League. And as I scroll through, I actually am really, really excited for Blue Jays Astros. I'll uh, go out on a limb here. So the Blue Jays open up as plus 148 dogs in game one against the Astros, who are minus 176. And it's Justin Verlander Day on Friday. Still, I would probably take a shot with the Blue Jays, man, at that price, plus 148, which is scary right now because Verlander coming off, well, he didn't pitch last year, and he's not getting any younger. He's approaching 40 years old, but he's not human. He's a robot. In the postseason, in the regular season, right now he's 1-1, one one, 0-6-9 ERA. Your thoughts on, first off, the Astros and what you've seen from Verlander early on in the season? He looks fine. He looks like Justin Verlander so far. But again, he right. is coming off an injury, a major injury, and a major surgery at his age. This is nothing against Justin Verlander. I'm more looking at this game and this series going like, what the hell? You're fading the Blue Jays? Everybody's favorite team in the world, the greatest team of all time that everybody's anointed them? And you're giving me plus 150? I'm sorry. I'm, I don't care who's on the mound. You can, put, you can put anybody up there. You put Sandy Koufax on the mound. You're giving me this Blue Jays team at plus 150? I'm jumping all over it. Love to hear it, man, because, again, Verlander, 1-1 one one this season, 0-6-9 ERA. He's looked, he's looked great. Only three walks, 15 strikeouts. He's already went 13 innings. But if you look at it in his career against Toronto, there's not many teams he struggles against, but he's 4-6 and six against the Blue Jays in his career. 428 ERA, 29 walks, 88 strikeouts. So if you're gonna you're gonna fade Justin Verlander, it's good to do it with this lineup and this Toronto team. And history says you're probably on the right side. So and that I love juiced of a Blue price. Dogs. And that juice of a price, seriously, with this team? I know, I know. I figured it would be like plus 125. So at play most. that immediately if, if if you know if if, if you want. Yeah, at um, most I thought that'd be 125, maybe even 110. I I honestly look at this and thought this would have been set at even odds, but seeing a plus 150. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to see the Blue Jays at a plus 150 on a money line very often. Right, and the Astros got off to that ridiculous start, and then they've kind of calmed down a little bit. Now, most of their games, I mean, they just they just had their first home series. They're back at home again tonight, but they've been on the road a lot, so we'll see how that ends up going. Uh, the other series that I'm excited to watch, 
We'll start with the game tonight. The White Sox, small favorites only. Minus 104 is where it opened against the Twins. So it's pretty much a pick -em. Actually, the Twins would be favored. It's minus 112 for Minnesota. Uh, Kopech on the mound. An ERA of exactly one. Still no decision yet this season. Your thoughts on what you've seen from Chicago lately. Uh, a little bit of a struggle here right now for the White Sox, and I really don't trust them. I did fade them with the, uh, with the Guardians earlier on this week on Shane Bieber Day, even though it took four days later because the game was rained out. Uh, your thoughts on what you're seeing from Chicago. I'm not really surprised about much except for how their lineup is just not producing right now. Well, like Tim Anderson, yes. Nobody else, though. They're banged up right now along with everybody else. I think this is going to be a team that does run away with this division as the season goes forward. But right now, yeah, I think this is a more evenly matched up matchup as we speak. And so does Vegas. The BetMGM book currently has it pretty much even at the moment. I'm actually going to fade the Twins in this game, though, mainly because – and this series – because right now the Twins offense really hasn't gotten going the way I expected it to. And their pitching has not been amazing, although Joe uh, Ryan looked amazing yesterday. I, I really, really think that the White Sox are going to kind of get it together a little bit. I know they're hurt, but you got Lucas Giolito coming back this next week. You got Kopech on the mound today on Friday. He has uh, shown that he can go into the fifth inning, even the sixth inning like he did the other day. I don't know. I, I, I like the White Sox in this game and the series. I'm going to go ahead and fade the Twins. Yeah, I was really excited to watch Kopech this season. He's lived up to the hype, man. He's went nine innings in the two starts. So like you said, you know, the pitch counts went up a little bit. He's allowed to go more innings. He's given up just three hits. He struck out eight. He's walked four. And the Sox have won both of his starts. So I'll make that my triple. I'm going to play Chicago, too. They're on a four-game losing streak right now. That's that's coming to an end. What surprised me, like I said, they're 23rd right now with a 219 team average. But Tim Anderson's hitting 333. I need Luis Robert to get it going. I picked him to win MVP. Right now he's in a 0-for-20 slump. He's hitting under 200. Jose Abreu's hitting just 216. You expect this to come around, right? Like, he's four for his last 23. They're going to be fine. It's 23 at-bats in a season where they're supposed to get over 600 at-bats. I wouldn't hit the panic button just yet. Although, I do love one city that's hitting the panic button, the great city of New York, a series I'm looking so very forward to, but not for the reasons you think. I cannot wait for this Cleveland Guardians New York Yankees series, mainly because the entire Bronx, despite having one of the better records in their division, in fact, they have one of the few winning records in their division, everybody in the Bronx is treating the Yankees like they're the worst team in the world. Everyone now hates Garrett Cole. Everyone hates their team. They hate it all, which is amazing for a team this good. But... I'm going to fade him against these Guardians right now because the Guardians are playing some pretty damn good baseball. Uh, it's all about the Quan. Stephen Quan, man, this guy just doesn't stop getting on base. I, I actually am starting to dig this team. And if I if they're not careful, the Cleveland Guardians might convince me that they're good. And right now, today on Friday, they're a plus 155 dogs on the road in the Bronx. And the Yankees are not swinging the bat that great. Yesterday lost three to nothing. I'm going to fade the Yankees at home today. Also going to fade the Yankees at home today. And I love that we're getting that price still with the Guardians. Cause that opened up like plus 175 as this went down a little bit. And obviously like the Yankees are always going to be a public team. The one thing I, I would advise, the one thing I keep telling my co-host because it's been like the Garrett Cole poo-poo party lately and everybody's tearing into Garrett Cole. Here's the thing I'll say though, man. Like I know he's going through a struggle right now. I still expect Garrett Cole to be just fine. I don't know about the Yankees. I don't think I don't know that the Yankees are going to be just fine, but 
I think Garrett Cole will be all right. Um, but what are, what are your thoughts really quick on on that? Like, everybody's making a big deal out of the sticky stuff. I think he's just going through a little bit of a struggle. I mean, it's just how the season ended last year, I guess. He's pitched three games. He's had one great outing. He's had two subpar outings. Fine. It's been three games. By the way, those three starts would have been the starts that he would have had in spring training. Why is everyone freaking out? He's going to be fine. And if you're going to really sit around talking about the sticky stuffs, sticky stuff with a, that team, you better look at Chapman instead of Garrett Cole because Chapman has been walking the house and has already walked in a winning run this season. He's supposed to be your surefire closer that you're paying $30 million to. And you're looking at Garrett Cole. People in the Bronx. Calm the hell down. All right, rolling off some of these series in the AL. We already kind of broke this one down. Orioles are plus 160 against the Angels, and it's Detmers on the mound. So here would be the only night where I would not play the Angels, but they've been on a tear. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10. They're scoring a bunch of runs. Otani's got three homers now, and eventually they're going to get Mike Trout back in the lineup, and he's going to be healthy. I love what I'm seeing from the Angels. I don't want to jinx it, so I'm just going to shut up. Yeah, I'm not going to fade either one of these teams in this series. I'm just going to take a look at the totals. I really like that eight and a half. Uh, I like the over minus 115. I think there's going to be a lot of runs scored. And like I said, all the Baltimore Orioles need to do to hit this total is score two to three runs. The scariest preseason bet that I made in spring was the Rays under 90 wins this season. And it's been a little bit of a struggle for them, though. Oh, it's Uh, been a struggle for everyone, Ryan. Stop pretending that the Rays are a special group in this one. I don't know what to do with this series, though, because these two teams... I just need I need a bigger sample size. I don't have very strong thoughts about this, especially when it's Kluber going against Waka, who's been really good to start the season. Actually, both of them have been good, man. Waka with the uh, 0.96 ERA, Kluber right there at 1.86. Red Sox, dogs in this one. The Rays are favored. I, I'd probably actually go with Tampa in this game, but I don't have really I don't have a strong opinion right now of either team. I need to see more. I'm actually going to stay away from this, and it's not necessarily because I don't have a strong opinion of either team. I do think the Rays are a better team. I just hate the price. Um, I, I'm a little surprised at how much they're favoring the Rays. You can currently get them at minus 155, and I'm not going to lie. I get that they're at home, but are we pretending that Tampa Bay and St. Pete, that horrible hockey minor league hockey stadium that holds a baseball stadium in it, uh, you really think that's a home field advantage? It isn't. Minus 155, I think, is an absurdly juiced number. Um, I'm going to stay away from this, and uh, but definitely follow the Rays as the season goes along because you cashing that ticket, ni- under 90 wins for the Rays, man, you're crazy if you think you're collecting on that. I don't know. It, it looks happening. all right right no now. No way. No way. 95 wins every year. Every year. We'll see. If there's ever a year, if there was ever a year to fade them, I think it was this year. Now, next year when Glass now is back, baby, I'm playing a World Series future, and they're going to call up some more of those kids. Franco, the other uh, – they'll be fine. You're right. Um, all right. These two, we could be, these, these two we could be quick with, man. I am playing the Mariners tonight, right? So Flexen's going to get the start for Seattle after he lost to the Astros. I believe that was last Saturday. He gave up three runs on five hits, walked one, struck out three in six innings. I'm actually going to take a shot with him. Um, I know he's 0-2 already this season, but it's Keller night. It's Brad Keller. I know that he was, he was actually all right in his last start. Gave up two runs on three hits. Went seven innings and struck out five. 0-1 this season through 13 innings. But I'm going to go with the Mariners. I expect them to uh, take this series, and I like the price that we're getting them at tonight on the run line. So give me Seattle against Kansas City. I like Keller. 
but I also like flexing. XT made a mine, yeah. and I actually talked about it all here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL, that I faded flexing quite a bit last year, but he's made some pretty good strides. I know he's 0-2 this year, but it's only been a couple of starts, and he has not looked bad. He's got a 5-2 ERA. Uh, listen, I, I like the Royals. I think they're a team that's vastly improving, but I do think they're in the bottom echelon of that AL Central, and I do think the Mariners are the best team in the AL West. I'm going ahead and fading the Royals. Obviously, I'm taking the Mariners, and I'm not taking them on the money line, which you can get at minus 135, which is right on that borderline of where I'm willing to go when it comes to a money line, but I like the run line. You can get that uh, at a pretty nice price. I think you should take a look at the Seattle Mariners on the run line. I'm not going to lie, I love baseball, but the new Batman movie streaming, we got the NBA playoffs, I got four TVs in my living room, I'm going to have three Major League Baseball games going at all times this weekend, this game, this series will not crack one screen, it's the Rangers and the A's, but I will say this on Friday night, so the A's right now are killing lefties, They're they have a 241 batting average against them, they're scoring... Nearly six runs per game. The only thing that's keeping me off Oakland tonight, man, five games in five days, and I'm looking at their injury list right now, and they're kind of beat up. Piscotty's on there. Jed Lowry's on there. Steven Vogt's on there. So just with the injuries, maybe this is a letdown spot, but for me it would be the A's or nothing against against the Rangers, who are just awful. Yep, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be honest with all of you listening to this show right now. I am not going to pay attention to this game. I will <laughs> check it after the game's over, look at the highlights, and look at the box scores. But outside of that, forget everything else. And this is this is going to sound harsh. The truth is, about both these teams right now, until they show me something, I don't care. No, exactly, man. In fact, we're not recapping the series either on Monday. All right, when we come <laughs> back, we're going to talk about some games that we do care about. They're taking place in the National League. It's the BetMGM MLB Podcast. We're powered by BetQL. Ryan Horvath, Cody Decker. Back after this. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the BetMGM podcast. We're powered by BetQL. Check out BetQL. Always giving you five-star plays. Find us wherever you find your podcast. Five-star review, like, review, rate, all that fun stuff. I just butchered that, but you know where to find us. BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. I always screw myself up on that because I also do BetMGM tonight with Trista Crick. Quentin Mayo, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern, weeknights. Cody, where can the people find you? You're all over the place, man. You're in New York, you're in Detroit, you're in Chicago, you're all over. Let's go through the list. I'm right here on BetMGM, MLB podcast powered by BetQL with you, my co-host Ryan Horvath. And, of course, uh, you can also check me out on uh, the BetQL network on Saturdays with our producer here, Super Mario. We got a show called Bet for the Cycle, which is a four-hour live baseball gambling show. Uh, We go over live lines, and we have a great time doing that. Me and Rob Brown uh, take you through everything you need to know live on Saturdays. Join us on the BetQL network there. Not to mention, uh, subscribe to my other podcast that I do with Tony Gwynn Jr. and John Heyman. It's Odyssey Sports' big-time baseball. And, of course, my show in Chicago, Down the Line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circuit Resort and Casino. It's a it's a great show that I love doing. It's not unlike this show, only it's just me, nonstop, high octane, high energy, and very, very angry. I love it. Download all the podcasts and, uh, yeah, continue to support us. Brewers, Phillies, that's where I'm starting in the National League, okay? Because I got to play, and I actually have a little prop in this one as well. So 
I picked the Brewers to win the World Series. Ugh. I uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll leave that one alone. <laughs> I have the Phillies. I have the Phillies winning the division plus three hundred. We'll leave that one alone. But I actually I like the Phillies in this spot. But first off, I want to give out a prop. I'm not a big hit prop kind of guy. I gave out a home run prop. I'm over one on home run props on this show. Uh, one and one this season on on all platforms. I'm going to go Nick Castellanos over one and a half total bases over at BetMGM. So he's cashed his bases total in five of 13 games already this season. He's also one of my favorite players in Major League Baseball, so I'm a little biased. And then we look at Freddy Peralta, who I am high on, but he's struggled to start the year, man. Two starts. He has 11.57 ERA. He's won just seven total innings. He's struggling to throw strikes. He gave up six runs to the Cardinals. He gave up three runs to the Cubs. And in the past... Castellanos has owned him. He's 7 for 13 lifetime against him, and he's got five extra base hits. He's only struck out twice. And if you look at it, what does Freddie throw? Four seamers, 50% of the time. That's what Castellanos is looking for. He's smashing that pitch the first 13 games of the season. So give me over one and a half total bases. If you're getting three to one, four to one odds on a home run prop, maybe take a shot. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to take over one and a half total bases. And I'm also going to go with the Phillies in this spot. They won three of their first four games on this podcast. I was celebrating my ticket. I was celebrating another MVP campaign for Bryce Harper. Uh, Since then, they've lost seven of their last nine games. They finally won me some money and snapped a three-game losing streak against Colorado on Wednesday with a 9-6 to win. Um... But they're coming back home, man. It was a 2-5 and five road trip. They've lost seven of their last nine, but now they go back home to Philadelphia. I like them here with Ranger Suarez on the mound. You know what? Going against Freddie Peralta. He's struggling right now. I got to say, that was phenomenal. Everything you just said, Ryan. Amazing analyst. Uh, analysis through the roof. Dynamite in your decision-making. You gave everyone that's currently listening to this podcast concise and accurate information which is why I'm telling them to not listen to you and take Freddie Peralta simply on the money line, plus 105 on the BetMGM MLB, uh, MLB podcast powered by BetQL. And why no. am I doing it? Do you know why? Spite me. Nope, just a gut feeling. Just gut. I think that Freddie Peralta's due, and I think he's going to have a good outing. No other reason. That's it. I think he's going to do well. Outside of that, I do love your Nick Cassiano's prop bet. I do think he's going to get hit that. However, I do think Freddie Peralta is going to bounce back a little bit today. And that's the only reason why I'm interested in taking the Milwaukee Brewers as plus 105 dogs in Philly. Well, damn you, A. And B, I'm going to try to talk you off of that by telling you that Philadelphia has won eight of their last 11 games as home favorites. Rangers Suarez, 6-1 and one with a 1-5-1 ERA in home games last season. Milwaukee, who I picked to win the World Series, you laughed at me. They've lost 12 of their last 16 road games, six games as road dogs. Give me my Phillies. I'm probably wrong. I hate that you're going against me. I love the player prop a little bit more. You hear that? You hear that sound? I don't even want to know what that is. That's just my gut, baby. And that's what I'm going with. I'll be ringing the freedom bell, baby, in Philadelphia. Me, James Harden, Bryce Harper. (laughs) Joel Embiid, Will Smith before he was canceled. Uh, listen, 
I don't like the Brewers. I've never been quiet about how much I don't like the Brewers, but I do like Freddy Peralta on the mound tonight. I just like it. I don't know. I think there's something in the air tonight, and we'll see because right now we're going – right now this is purely new school versus old school. You gave every reason and good reasons on why your bet should work, and I gave you no reasons on why mine will work. <laughs> All right. I got a sneaky series, right, that I want to go to second, and – we, we got a big one. I mean, we got Dodgers-Padres, but actually, this is the second series that I picked because Marlins-Braves, Trevor Rogers was my guy last year. Yes. I love Trevor Rogers. Strikeout props so far this season, 0-2 with an ERA over 12. I still, I like the fish tonight, man. I think he bounces back. It's been a rough start. He's got five walks through six and two-thirds already. The ERA is, is up there. Um, he lasted only one and two-thirds against the Phillies, gave up seven runs, made the Phillies look good, walked four in that game. I actually like him against Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright's been fine. He struggled uh, the last four years. He's been all right to start the season, 15 strikeouts in 11 innings. I like the fish tonight. I like the Marlins, and I think it's a bounce-back spot for Rodgers on the mound. This game's a stay away for me. I want to see Rodgers a little bit more. I want to see him get a couple more good innings under his belt before I start putting some money behind him. Um, but I do like this Marlins team. I think they're a pretty good ball club. I do think the Braves are a significantly better ball club, though. Um, so for me, this is going to be a, a kind of a hold back and watch, but it's Rodgers. I really want to see what he does today because how he does today will dictate how I how I use him going forward. Uh, is there any reason to watch Pirates-Cubs? It's the Jose Quintana revenge spot. He's already pitched against the Cubs. He's 0-1 this season, a 3-8-6 ERA. Personally, I love I love the Cubs. I'm not watching this series. I have no interest. Do you? Um, I, I love the Cubs as well. I'm, I'm going to pop into this series because I'm really getting a kick out of watching Seiya Suzuki play. I really think Me this too. guy's a star, and I think he alone is worth watching Cub games. I just I know I talk too much Cubs, so like I you know damn well I'll probably watch at least thirteen to fourteen hours of them this weekend, but I don't need to talk. Yeah, you're talking about a you big game about the Batman. You're watching a lot of Cubs. I Suzuki's great, this, and you know what? This team could hit, man. This 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 team could hit better than the teams that I fell in love with. They're uh, better than people think, man. They're not they're not the dumpster fire that the North Siders in Chicago think they are. They're are they great? No, they're not great, but this could be a team that could be buyers come the trade deadline, and then, honest to God, who knows? That'd make me very happy. Yeah, and it helps, man, that you have this team, the Reds in the division, and you have the Pirates, yeah. right? So you're not going to finish last. You're not going to finish second to last. But so if that's you do, oh, man, take the team away from the Ricketts. The pro oh, um, yeah, exactly, exactly. Especially with, dude, how bad Cincinnati's been. That, we'll go there next, actually. So the Cardinals – go against the Reds and the Cardinals have been a pleasant surprise although we we're not surprised because we both were like oh the Cardinals will probably win the division they that's what do. they do they win 90 games man they've won four of seven on their current road trip they did lose to the Marlins five nothing on Thursday I was on the Marlins Pablo Lopez finally gets some damn run support he's been awesome by the way this year we just talked about the Marlins I didn't even bring him up gave up only three hits I believe in seven innings uh, against the Cardinals but they could hit they're 10th in Major League Baseball they're averaging 4.7 runs per game they're 12th with with a 235 team batting average and Nolan Arenado's just he looks like himself. He's got a 405 batting average, five homers already, 14 RBIs. And the pitching staff, they've been fine. And they're not even fully healthy. There's no Jack Flaherty there and they're eighth in Major League Baseball with a 309 ERA. Mats gets the start tonight. The bullpen is second in Major League Baseball. That's another thing that we kind of predicted. I mean, 
235, I'm sorry, 215 ERA, second in all Major League Baseball. They're going against the Reds, meaning I'm playing the Cardinals in every single game. The Reds, the worst record in Major League Baseball. Their pitching staff, 29th in Major League Baseball. And the Cardinals have won 26 of their last 34 games on the road, which is ridiculous. I think the Reds lose. The Reds lose uh, their 10th straight today. Yeah, and not to mention that, I, I was telling you at the beginning, take a look at the lines for the strikeout props. It's five and a half, and I don't like that line for Steven Matz, so I'm inclined actually to take the under on Steven Matz, which you can get on the BetMGM app at minus 130, so take a look at that. But, I listen, I know why they are picking, they're not fading the Reds as much as they honestly deserve to be faded in this game, and the reason why is because Hunter Green is on the mound. Phenom yep. rookie who th sits at about 102 miles per hour. However, he did get outlasted by the Dodgers, and I expect the Cardinals to do the same thing, and I'm a little blown away that you can get the Cardinals against this Reds team on the run line at plus 135. I think the Cardinals are going to win by five. So this next series I have some interest in, not really from a betting standpoint, but I'm going to uh, – I was going to go on Sunday because the pitching matchup was supposedly going to be Logan Webb against Josiah Gray, but I see that they have him scheduled for Saturday and Sunday, so I don't know how the hell that's possible. Uh, I'm going to go to – San Francisco and the Washington Nationals, they play right down the road. So I'm going to take my son just to watch the Giants. So San Francisco 8-5 and five this season, the Nationals 6-9. and nine. Any interest in this series for you? Yeah, um, I'm going to be taking a look at the Giants on the run line, on, on the money line right. and run line the entire series. The Giants team, yeah, they did get beat up by the Mets a little bit, but I think that was not as much about the Giants uh, getting beat as much as the Mets coming out party of being really, really, really good. Um, I think the Giants are going to beat up on the Nationals just to take it out on them. I, I, I like this Giants team, even without P Buster Posey and losing out on Gossman and not to mention, uh, you know, Evan Longoria starting this year on the IL. It's still a really good ball club. They just find ways to beat you. Gabe Kapler really has that team running on every single cylinder. I'm going to stay on the Giants, hopefully on the money line all weekend long, provided they stay around that minus 130 area, which they are today on Friday. Yeah, I'm going to bet him uh, as well on Friday going against Corbin. He's went three games this year, 0-2, has a 750 ERA. And, uh, yeah, he's he's allowed 10 earned runs in three games. So I think tonight is a night where you could actually go with the run line. All right, Mets-Diamondbacks before we get to uh, Dodgers-Padres. Mets minus 130 favorites to open up with Peterson on the mound against Gallon. It would be Mets or nothing in this series. Maybe you fade them on Friday, if anything, but I like this Mets team, especially against Arizona, who's a little bit of a dumpster fire. Yeah, and by the way, I, we mentioned this last week as well. Zach Gallon, pretty good pitcher, though. Um, yes. But you are getting the Mets all as on the road for minus 125. That is attractive enough for me. I would look at the run line, but it's because of Zach Gallon that I am not. So I'm going to take a look at the money line at minus 120. All right, the Dodgers have won eight of their last nine games. Freddie Freeman looks like an MVP again, like he was two years ago. He's leading them in hits, that lineup. And he's going against Martinez tonight. I love the Dodgers tonight against the Padres. And I love that it's only minus 164. Um, I, I think that price may end up going up before first pitch. I'll be looking to play the Dodgers all weekend long, most likely. I do like this Padres team. You look at some of these pitching matchups that we have scheduled on Saturday. Actually, you know what? Saturday might be, I might circle the Padres. Darvish has been really good. Yes. And he's going against Anderson. I may actually look to play the Padres 
I say really good. He's got an ERA of 628. He's 1-1 one one this season. But Darvish has some good stuff. I, I might look to play them on Saturday. But for me, it's the Dodgers. I picked them to win the World Series, plus 500. I love this team. Your thoughts? Friday evening, I definitely got the Dodgers on the run line. I think they're going to win this game by a couple of runs, not to mention the line is currently set at 8. I think you got to look at the over in that game. Urias has, is not afraid to give up runs right now. Uh, Nick Martinez on the Padres side so far, not off to his best start. But you mentioned that Saturday game. Yeah, I'm looking to play on Saturday. I'm looking to play the Padres on the money line when you Darvish is on the mound. Yep, I'll play that one. And then the Nick Castellanos hitting prop over one and a half total bags. Those are my favorite plays, favorite props for the weekend. Anything else uh, before we get out of here? No, man. I'm looking very, very forward to baseball this weekend, and it's going to be a blast. We got some great picks. I don't have a ton of props, actually, this weekend. I was interested in the Cardinal strikeout prop for Friday with Steven Matz, but they set it at five and a half, and that is just not a number I like for Steven Matz. He loves to get some contact. But I think we got a great matchup of games, but of all the series, what are you looking forward to the most? I mean, to me, it's a no-brainer. Dodgers versus Padres, this is this is going to be one hell of a series. Man, that's a tough call because, yeah, Dodgers-Padres, especially for you on the West Coast, but I'm really looking forward to this Toronto-Houston series just because, you know, Toronto, they're the flashy team right now, but the Astros are sitting there at 6-6, six and six, but they've only played at home once already this season. I can't wait to watch that matchup, and then I'm really excited to watch this Milwaukee-Philadelphia series. This is an important series for Philly getting Milwaukee at home. It's an important series for the Brewers. I mean, I know it's early on in the season, but St. Louis isn't going away, and St. Louis gets the feast on Cincinnati this weekend. You don't want to be three, four games back chasing them all season long. No, no, you do not. Honestly, God, there's a few teams you don't want to be chasing all season long, but there's going to be some guys that are going to be chasing because I think the Mets are not going to stop. I think that the Dodgers are not going to stop. And I, I really, really think once the White Sox get going, oof, they're not going to be able to be stopped either. I completely agree. All right, that'll do it for this episode. We're back on Monday. We'll recap all these weekend series, and we'll preview what's coming up next week on the BetMGM MLB podcast. It's Ryan Horvat. You can catch me Monday through Friday, BetMGM tonight on the Odyssey app. Cody, where could the people find you one more time? Find me on Twitter at Decker6, Anti-Hero Baseball on Instagram, and of course, check out my show, Bet for the Cycle, every Saturday here on the BetQL Network, not to mention Down the Line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circuit Resort and Casino on 670 The Score in Chicago, and of course, Big Time Baseball, a podcast here on Odyssey Sports that I do with John Heyman and Tony Gwynn Jr. Like, share, and subscribe, and most importantly, like, share, and subscribe to BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL with myself and Ryan Horvat. It's the most important show ever created. That'll do it. Enjoy the games this weekend. See you Monday. Beat it.